Greetings, everyone. This is Derek Williams, host of the Truckers University Podcast. With us today, we have our special guest, Ms. Leda Love Hawkins. Ms. Hawkins is involved in different business ventures and Facebook groups and is very passionate about helping others and cultivating relationships within the trucking industry and abroad. So, ladies and gentlemen, kick back and relax, and let's learn more about the wonderful things she is doing. Ms. Hawkins, how are you today? I'm well, Derek, and yourself? I'm doing extremely well. I can't complain at all. So, uh, are you all prepared for the holidays? I am. It's um, it's always a challenge. Uh, Thanksgiving is more of a family ho- holiday than Christmas is for us because my youngest son's birthday is two weeks after um, Christmas, so it feels like it's the extended birthday celebrations instead of Christmas. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how he likes to think of it anyway. Right, right. And you're the second person I know that said that is really a more of a big deal on Thanksgiving than mm-hmm. compared to Christmas. Yeah. And I like both of them because both of them I can sit down and swell my belly up. So <laughs> and then spend time with family as well. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. So how about giving our audience, if you don't mind, just a brief history about yourself, you know, such as, you know, where are you from? And a little bit about your um, childhood and teenage years, if you don't mind. Sure, that's always an interesting conversation. And I think anyone that um, kind of has lived my experience can relate once I kind of share with you. Mm. So that question of where I'm from is always a, <laughs> a reference question because I'm a military brat. Uh, we call ourselves brats because, um, you know, we're military dependents that grew up in that lifestyle. My father served 24 years in the Air Force, mm. to which we lived overseas. Um, most of my childhood in Guam, in the Philippines, he went to Korea while we were in Hawaii, which, you know, most people, it is the 50th state, but if you've been there, it feels like uh, Southeast Asia. It really <laughs> kind of does it's it's (laughs) predominantly uh asian and but that that fits right along to everything that was going on because i'm i'm actually biracial my mother is laotian ethnic ethnically Mm -hmm. but she um was born and raised in thailand so she's you know nationally thai but we we get down with the laotian food and so (laughs) uh that's kind of been a um so just kind of living that uh, depends where I am type <laughs> vibe has always been something that I grew up into right. um, you know just finding the best making the best of what we had going on I'm the oldest of three girls um, I have two younger sisters okay. and my parents are still happily married or at least still married and <laughs> they live in Louisiana <laughs> uh, I myself I have two sons I have a 20 year old as well as a soon to be 12 year old Congratulations. So, um, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's me in a gist. Um, grew up mostly in Hawaii as far as just, you know, my, my young adult experience. Have always been a curious person, um, a risk taker. I've, I've kind of toned that down a little bit <laughs> throughout <laughs> life. Just learned how to take more calculated risks. But um, just really, I, I love diversity. I love um just learning new things, meeting new people. I know that sounds cliche, but 
just when you're in an environment where your surroundings constantly changed, even though we didn't move as often as other uh, families did, it was just very common in the military uh, community that your friends are only there for two to four years. Yeah. And um, they just travel and, you know, no hard feelings. And so, like I say, you just make the best of your situation. And I think that really um, infused itself to my, my professional life as well. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. So you you currently you're, you're from what, Texas, right? Right now, I'm in the Dallas, Texas area. Oh my goodness! In the in a suburb called Murphy. Okay. <laughs> no one knows where that is. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So that that possibly means, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. That does not. <laughs> <laughs> No, my my significant other is uh, strongly against the Dallas Cowboys. He is uh, a Texans fan. He's from the Houston area. And so, yeah, I, I don't really have a football allegiance. Uh, it's just fun, though, being out here in Dallas country that you can't go anywhere and say that out loud, though. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> you know, our, right. Our supermarkets on Sundays, if you wear a Dallas Cowboys jersey, you get discounts. Oh, so that's wow. how, yeah, they roll out here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's 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 pretty deep. They're serious about that thing. Very serious. America's team, right? Yeah, yes, <laughs> it's self of mine. I'm not no Cowboy fan. <laughs> All Minnesota Vikings, but I can't brag on them right now. So <laughs> it is what it is. So this is a question that um, I like to ask every entrepreneur. And it's just something that I've always, well, I won't say always, but I'm very curious of. So during your child or teenage years, did you ever dream about owning your own business? When did you, you know, I don't care what age, somewhere in your child or teenage years did you ever think to yourself you know I'd like to have my own business one day I don't know what it will be but I'd like to have my own business one day I did but for the wrong reasons I watched New Jack City <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to rule the world I, I don't know yeah uh, I'm a Scorpio so I don't know if that came into it and it's, it's so ironic because as a young child I was a quiet child, very curious child. Now I was always into things, but I was quiet. Um, as a teenager, I had to come out of my shell. And as an adult, I've gone back to being more reserved. Now I'll speak, but I like to pay attention first before I speak. Right. And so, uh, no, I went into, you know, my initial interpretation of entrepreneurism is this all about the money and money is what it should be all about and right. i've learned the hard way that that is definitely not the road to success right exactly sure yeah i wasn't expecting to hear that with new jack city, <laughs> new jack city. Yeah. <laughs> wow i'm dating myself but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's one of my favorite movies though for sure yeah. yes ma'am for sure so at what point did you realize that it was time for you to step out on faith and go the entrepreneurial route do you can you re recall that to be honest i've done it several times i've i've been that yo-yo entrepreneur to where i've tried different ventures um through influence through opportunity um 
MLMs were my thing. I think I started just joining whoever had a low enough uh, entry program. Right. Learned a lot, you know, from those organizations. So, you know, I'm not here to bash them, but that was always what I was drawn to. Right. That opportunity. I'm an optimist for sure. And so I love just learning about different opportunities, as I said earlier, meeting people. And whenever you can help people discover the things that are really right there in front of their nose, mm -hmm. uh, that's the type of things that were always intriguing. So my very first business venture was because my friend was frustrated in doing her taxes. We were 20 at the time. And so as she, you know, got online, and this is way back before the internet, as my son likes to say, uh, <laughs> I mean, the internet was there, but just not, you know, being used the way it's used now. Exactly. Um, she, you know, logged in, got an account and was just like, oh, this made it so much easier. We should do this for other people. And presenting the problem, having a solution. I was like, yes, let's do it. And she's like, oh, wow. How will we do that? I don't know. Let's figure it out. We rented a space at a flea market bazaar, <laughs> oh, okay. had a little corner booth, and I was the marketer. Uh, we had flyers. I would walk around passing out the flyers, directing the traffic to our little booth. Right. And that was my first entrepreneurial venture of many. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, um, I have, um, it's a flea market not too far away from where I live at now, and my cousin is um, thinking about starting a business. And when you said that, it made me think <laughs> of, I told him, I was like, well, if you go ahead and start it and get you a little booth or either a store inside of it, I'll uh, hand out flyers to people to help, you know, try to get his business off the ground. So mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after doing uh, some research on you, I noticed that you're involved in, you know, some different business ventures and Facebook groups. Um, but I would definitely like you to touch on those with our listeners. But before you do, there's one in particular that I noticed, and that is my own lane consultants, LLC. I must say, you know, <laughs> Uwe, you, you have something special there. And if you don't mind me kind of jumping ahead of you, but do you mind me reading the mission statement that I saw? Sure. Okay. The mission statement that I saw that was so impressive to me, it says, our mission is to provide guidance to the motor carrier owner with three years or less experience to help him slash her avoid common pitfalls of starting a trucking company. Now, <laughs> it doesn't get any more specific than that. So I'm going to I'm going to take my toupee off and kick my feet up right now. So mm -hmm. I'm going to let you tell, tell the audience more about my own lane consultants, LLC, and what services you offer and reference to helping them avoid the common pitfalls and starting a trucking company. So it's all you right now. All right. Well, thank you for that. So think of it as a resource hub, you know, um, here, right now compared to even just 10 years ago, information is a commodity. Information and having the right information is what makes or breaks businesses nowadays. And so we're considering ourselves a resource hub for the new trucking business owner, again, with that three years or less experience in the transportation space. So um, I personally 
guide people to the resources that I vet. And that's really an important factor right there. I vet all my relationships just to make sure I'm not finding someone randomly and just said, oh, I've seen this on my Google search. Here's what I found. Good luck. Um, you know, I take time to go through, build those relationships and also let um, my relationships know how I work as well. So the, the type of areas when we, we let me back up one step, talk about um, getting into business. As I said, I've been in quite a few businesses and it's always a beginning investment. Correct. And that in beginning investment can be a combination of, you know, a monetary investment your time, you know, um, research, because that's stuff you'll never get back. And so pitfall is kind of the word, you know, and I'm dating myself again, there was a movie way back in the 80s called The, the Money Pit. Okay. And uh, it, it was about how they, you know, bought this huge home, a mansion, and it was just dilapidated. I can never say that word, dilapidated. Right. Just, you know, it's, it looked like a good deal from the outside, but every single thing inside was wrong. Okay. Same with businesses. People are drawn to the trucking industry because it looks profitable. And it is profitable, but not for everyone. Correct. And so it can quickly become a fast money pit because of the amount that you'll have to put up, uh, depending on the different roles you want to have in the transportation space. So now going into the areas where we provide guidance. So if you're looking to become your own trucking company, that authority set up, everything from the getting a USDOT number, MC number, you know, all your letters, as I call them, your UCR, <laughs> your IP, IRP, just all the letters. Um, you know, I can connect you to someone who will walk you through that process. But first, educate you on that process of is this even a beginning step? Because you may find that you are more of an investor and you don't want to set up a motor carrier authority. And there's different reasons as we go through like an intake to see the pros and cons of each. Right. Then I walk you through my, my wheelhouse of insurance. I'll talk a little bit more about that because there's so many types of insurance. If you're not saying what it is you need, because once again, you don't know specifically what that is you'll come across insurance companies and, and not that they're doing anything wrong. They're just servicing what you said you need. So if you say you need general liability for this example, they'll sell you general liability. But I'll tell you now, general liability isn't what you were talking about. Right. General liability is going to run you a couple of hundred dollars, you know, for up to $2 million of coverage. And you're like, yes, there's 2 million. You know, I got this for $500. Let me tell you what you purchased real quickly, not to get into it. Again, I'm passionate about the insurance, but <laughs> you you kind of purchased in, in, a, in a regular brick and mortar setting what they call slip and fall insurance. Okay. So to be behind the wheel of a vehicle, just like your personal vehicle, you need auto liability. Now that's your thousands with an S dollar policy that you'll need in order to get running, get loads, get your authority, all that other stuff. So the general liability was nice and they'll sell it to you because there's a need for it. But who is going to remind you that you needed an auto liability policy? Probably first, if you wanted to get set up as an authority, you have to really go to a transportation specialist. Um, talking about driver care and recruitment, 
it's a whole process. When you start a trucking business and you go into um, the realms of hiring, even if you're hiring 1099s, that doesn't negate you from legal responsibilities and liabilities of what those people working under your company are doing out there. And so learning about that, the laws, the, um, the do's and don'ts is really important because you can get into a lot of legal um, hot water without knowing those. Safety and compliance is just what the safety, uh, what the transportation industry is really focused on with their government um, counterpart, the FMCSA. It's really just about safety. Now it's in-depth safety, but you have to be in compliance, you know, in regards to safety, as well as just building relationships on how to make money out there, you know, with dispatchers, freight brokers, direct shippers, um, we give you those connections there. And so that's really what, you know, my own lane consultants is set up to do because that three-year pivot is where most insurance companies, most brokers and everything are looking at you in that window of three years. Although because of a lot of things that have been happening here lately, they're extending that look period now to five years. Oh. So you're really considered a new business for your first five years. Okay. And, um, you know, just like all other businesses, that's the tough part. You know, your first yeah. year is just, can you be here next year? The <laughs> exactly. second year is, are you making money now that you're here? Right. Third year is, you know, where do you want to go from here? And then, you know, those subsequent years is how do you make sure that you're on track to meet those goals? Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, the, the reason your mission statement stuck out to me so much is, you know, I'm part of so many Facebook groups, and one of the main complaints I see from carriers, owner operators, especially those that drive box trucks, is that they don't appear to have enough support or don't know how to put, you know, like the whole puzzle together to be successful. So when I saw my own lane consultants, LLC, I was like, wow, I was like, it seems like you provide a solution to being able to put the whole puzzle together for you know him or her to be successful in the trucking industry. So that was very impressive uh, when it came upon your business. That's, that's you. awesome. So is there one common issue that you hear consistently that newbies, I guess you could say newbies uh, mm -hmm. is the correct thing, uh, struggle with the most when they come to you? Is there Information like overload. <laughs> it's it's the uh, sign of the times um right. information overload is a real thing um in my other life before trucking i was a special education teacher oh. and so i worked professionally with helping students i did both middle and high school um digest information mm -hmm. you know that's that's a skill it's a thing and especially more so in this digital age where google gives you a lot but is Google giving you what you want? It all depends on how you ask. And so, um, you know, vetting information, internet safety, those are just kind of my tenets of how I do business. And so I, I infuse that in helping people digest the information that they receive. Right. And that makes me think of, um, I was actually talking about something similar to that to my wife a couple of days ago about a business that she's um, doing. And I was kind of telling her, I was like, you know, you can't listen to everybody because there's so many so-called gurus out, out there. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, pick one 
maybe no more than two, and kind of stick with them if you know the information is right and true and, you know, try to learn from them because trying to get something from five, 10 people, you're going to get, like I say, information overload, confusion, and not all the information you get may be correct. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. And it, it is very confusing because there's so many ways to which you can do business. Right. You know, when someone says, okay, I want to go into business, the next question is how, mm-hmm. you know, pitch it, pitch it, you know, do a brainstorm session. And that's what the beauty of writing your plans out will help you even discover on where you're leaning towards, you know, your information. Mm-hmm. And so um, it all starts with you. It's your dream. It's what makes it different than the next person who's doing something very similar. They can't do the exact thing because they don't have you. That's right. So true. So true. You you, <laughs> you hit that right on the nail. Mm-hmm. So that right, right on the head, I should say. So, well, thank you so much for um, sharing that information with our listeners about My Own Lane Consultants, LLC. So listeners, make sure you get in contact with Ms. Hawkins. And um, if you'd like to go ahead and shout out the uh, website and how they can contact you in reference to that, uh, that'll be wonderful. Sure. And thank you again. Um, so the website is My Own Lane Consultants with an S.com. Um, It'll allow you to check out our, I think we're at 60 plus um, Google reviews. So you can really see, you know, our interactions, the type of experience everyone um, is getting. And it gives you references. And that's, as I said, my really big thing on just making sure that you are able to vet the information. Don't just take my word for it, but see how others can give you the insight of how it's actually um, impacted their businesses. Um, bottom line, or even just the structure. So um, visiting that also gives you access to, there's a YouTube channel with some commonly asked questions. You know, like I said, insurance is really my vein. And um, because I'm a risk manager, claims adjuster, as well as an agency owner that gives me, you know, some um, professional credentials to which I could speak on of being able to access or, or explain that type of information and the coverages. And so, very common videos of what to look for, how to ask for it, how to read a certificate. I put that on the YouTube channel, as well as I have some, um, I call them celebrity interviews on there too, just some trusted partners, just industry uh, people that have been very helpful, very uh, prominent out there that you can check on their uh, tips and such on the same uh, YouTube channel. So that's the best way to reach me, social media. I'm on there, uh, one of our larger communities, because there are several out there and they're kind of niched depending on, again, where your needs are. But the larger community is the Minority Women in Logistics Facebook group, where about 21,000 men and women, even though it's called Minority Women, it's it's for all. Um, And we have an engagement, which again, I like stats, I love numbers. Um, an engagement of about 68%. So of that 21,000 people that like, you know, we all are part of multiple groups, 68% of us are checking in almost on a daily basis. You know, we, we look at those numbers on a weekly basis, but you know, almost on a daily basis, the numbers are just that high. Um, so lots of conversations, lots of real world experience, um, you know, so if you're the type that you like to ask questions, definitely check out the Facebook group 
questions are invited. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that information. Yeah, that, that's 68%. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. And then the amount of reviews you say you have. So that is a testament of, you know, how good your business is. That's, that's pretty awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. So uh, give us a little bit about your um, other ventures, because the, the research I've did, it seems like you're very big on community. You seem like you're very huge on that. So share, share with our audience a little bit about that, if you don't mind other ventures sure um so community has always kind of if if i had to say the secret of our success and i say our because it's a partnership um has always been community it's treating people right and listening to people authentically to know what their needs are will help you really just better know where you fit in you know um if if someone is being very transparent real with you and saying i'm just struggling just in motivation then if you can offer motivation through you know other people's testimonies and such then let that be how you can serve them but um i'm very much a servant leader um personally i am a, a certified chaplain so um non-denominational chaplain and that's been a heart mission for me for a long time. And here recently, actually at the end of September, um, God led me to just do more outreach in my own, <laughs> in my own lane and in, in my backyard of the trucking um, professionals. That's and awesome. so we created a, a clubhouse group to which we meet Monday through Friday, because we infuse a little bit of just, you know, business practicality in it as well, but just balancing that with what God says about our businesses, about building kingdom um, communities and such. And we connect to each other uh, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Central. And we're usually there for about 90 minutes, even though there's been times that, you know, the spirit just has his way and we're there almost like two, two and a half hours. Um, But it's a clubhouse group. So, you know, it allows you to pop in, pop out as as you need. But most people kind of, stick around. Once you pop in, you stick around, you connect. And it's just making sure that our, you know, in the transportation industry, we we can easily forget that it comes down to that human, you know, right now, everything, you know, being the same, <laughs> the human behind the, the steering wheel. And really, even with automated trucks, it's still going to come down to a human interaction, you know, um, no matter how much stuff we put out there. We're still, you know, the essence of what goes on. And so to support the humans behind the seat is really um, our goal or should be all our goals. Even if we're a business investor, if we're a dispatcher, if we're the driver ourselves, you know, just making sure that people's well-being physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually are addressed and taken care of, then business falls into line from there. So that's kind of, um, as you can hear, my, my passion point, um, because I just really believe if we just take care of one another, everything else takes care of itself. So true. So true. Um, question about the clubhouse. I'm, I'm not too familiar with, I've heard of them, but mm-hmm. um, I know someone had mentioned, this is a while back, I guess when it first came out, you have to have like an invitation. Um, is that changed now? Because how, how could it how has. Could somebody, okay. 
it is opened. Um, Clubhouse has only been around, I think, two years. Um, and this past summer, where it used to be an iPhone only app to which you had to have an invite because that was kind of the, the platform they were going for. It was it used to be where you got to listen in to celebrities. It was just okay. like an audio app. You, you tuned into a room and you just kind of listened to someone talking. Now it's a, a whole more interactive so anybody iphone as well as android and you know other i don't think you can listen on desktop just yet but um you know it is mobile friendly it's actually um a subset of twitter mm -hmm. so the people who own twitter own clubhouse mm -hmm. and um you know there's just more rooms there's just you can create a room once you've been in clubhouse and as they call it came, came on stage once or twice um, you can create your own room and have your own topics and you can schedule them and people are starting to record them. You can integrate music. It's just a very, like I said, more interactive uh, space for people to um, connect with. So okay. it's been pretty good. Right. So, so your group, um, can anyone join in or? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's an open um, group. Okay. What what name uh, should someone look you up? It's by? the Trucking Gospel. Trucking Gospel. Okay. The Trucking Gospel. So even if you went to the Trucking Gospel dot club c l u b, it'll take you directly to the Clubhouse link. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure our listeners will be uh, joining up on you on that because we all need prayer and encouragement, you know, so forth. So that that's Absolutely. very important. Definitely have to have that. All right, wonderful. There any other ventures you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, no, I just, I like to stay active. Like I said, I love networking. I love just even getting out there in the communities and hearing new um, innovative thoughts. You know, um, some of like one of my friends is actually trying to put together something very similar to Turo, especially for the truck drivers. And, you know, have um, a relationship with some of the major um, trucking gas stations, Loves and, so, and Pilot is kind of who they're prospecting right now to not give away all their juice, but uh, have some cars, you know, set up there to where, you know, as a driver is taking their rest and they want to go to eat. You know, you can't really, not everywhere is friendly and COVID showed us that to where That's you right. can take, you know, your big... Uh, semi into the drive-through right. and you know if you're not able to go into the building what are your other avenues to get food right. and so you know um, some people just want to go ahead and have a good meal and although you know it's kind of a common practice more so now that people will go ahead and just uber from their truck and the, the, the um, station and such to you know a restaurant and everything mm -hmm. it, it still gives you a lot of uh, freedom and um autonomy to do it on your own so you know they're developing that relationship on a very Turo type basis where you can rent the car you know come up have an app open up the door have everything pre-assigned and you just return the the car as you get ready to leave oh okay all right that sounds wonderful well before closing out i would like to ask you one fun question okay are you ready? I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which actress would you want to play you in a movie of your life? Which actress would you want to play you in a movie of your life? 
Oh, wow. I, I could tell you off the top who I want it directed by. And look, if she ever gets in front of the camera, that would be an awesome. But I'm such a huge Ava DuVernay fan. Oh. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. She's just um, really, yeah, I, I love her her way of looking at the world and storytelling. Okay. But huh, all right, fine. You know, I think initially... I'd say Sanai Lathan, but she hasn't worked in a while. <laughs> right, right, that's true. <laughs> oh my God, I, I hate to throw someone under the bus like that. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. She's good though. She's she good. is good. I, I like her uh, being goofy and funny. Right. Um, so I think I would lean towards someone who, who had that type of energy that was um, fun and and powerful at the same time I, I wouldn't even limit it to color you know I would even you know anybody of any other race yeah, come on yes <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just I, I just want people to know just you can have fun um as you're you're finding who you are you know uh, and your purpose and aligning that to business um right. so I mean Really, the only other person, only other actress that I really like, like that type of energy is Angelina Jolie. Okay, yeah. I like her. Uh, um, yeah, so I, I guess I'll go with that answer off the top. <laughs> like okay. I haven't really been asked that question, so <laughs> I'm up here trying to think now, overthink it. But just having fun and just, you know, being able to show people, you know, even though you can be fierce and and get out there and you know this whole boss lady vibe which I love the empowerment sense of it I don't like the side that makes it seem like she's she's not human anymore correct right. you know I, I want people to know you can um, exercise your bossness and still be the best employee still be of service you know, to your clients, because that's really how it is. It's not where you're running things and, you know, your clients are just, I don't want to call them victims, but, you know, it's <laughs> just there, you know, they're, they're the commodities, but truly in, you know, um, most businesses, as you know, you explore your entrepreneurial um, stuff, your clients are people who believed in you. That's right. And they're your supporters and you need to believe in them and support what it is you do for them, you know, do it with um, excellence. Right. And, you know, it. you'll have continued business, you'll have loyal customers, and you'll have them actually be willing to share their experience. And that's kind of my takeaway with my own lane consultants, you know, all these services, I don't do firsthand, I just connect those to other entrepreneurs who offer those services, like I said, through a vetting process, because I want to just make sure that they have the integrity that I have in the referral. And um, we're just building networks and an ecosystem that way. Trusted people. Right. That's absolutely wonderful. Well, I wish you much continued success in the future and all you do. And I hope to have you back in the future and you know, give us an update on, you know, any other new projects you decide to get into or, um, you know, any anything you actually have new going on or actually what you, you know, just how things are going. Be glad to have you back. Thank you. You're very welcome. 
And Ms. Hawkins, you, it's been a very good pleasure speaking with you, and I appreciate you uh, taking the time to come on the Truckers University podcast. It's really been a treat. Thank you. I've enjoyed it, and, and thank you for putting this platform out there to reach more, you know, truckers listen to podcasts more than any other type of um, um, platform. And so just to be able to have education out there, encouragement out there, such as you're doing, is really important. And it gives us all those resources. So thank you for what it is you do for the community as well. Oh, you're welcome. I have to give all God, all glory to God because he's the one that makes it happen. Because to be honest with you, just I haven't shared this with anybody except with my wife. Um, Actually, I was going to um, start out as a dispatcher. Yep, I went, studied um, on that and stuff. And I was like, uh, uh." I mean, I, I put some money into it, a lot of studying, but for some odd reason, I still <laughs> I still cannot figure out how, but you know, I know it was God, but I just had to shift, shift to do this instead. So I just I don't know if I'll actually go to doing that in the future. I never say never, but um I really enjoy doing this. So we'll see where the good Lord takes me at. Amen. And um I think like you said, it it you have to tap into what you have to really put your business out there and have it been genuine. And, um, you know, I've always like, my degree is actually in human resources. I'm very people centered. Um, Sales has been a natural for me, but I go in and out with sales because depending on the organization, you you pick up really quickly on if that's, you know, a sale for the organization or if that's really a service thing for the the consumer. And, um, it's, it's always kind of been that struggle because it's like, just as much as I hate it, I can see how it's useful. I can see how it's fundamental. You have to have revenue, you know, and whatever it is business-wise that you do, that's the difference between a business and the hobby. And so I, I would just say, explore it because information is the new commodity true. and, you know, social uh, currency is a true and real thing. And people are looking for connections and just, you know, representation, and this is why I love uh, Ava DuVernay, because she talks about that, having in her movies, representation, you know, you don't know the power that is unleashed when you have a, a lead character that is a young Black, if I could say, young Black woman, mm-hmm. you know, such as A Wrinkle in Time, you know, to, to cast a young um, Black and she was biracial, as you find out later in the movie, but just, you don't see that. You don't mm-hmm. see that. And so to see it empowers our next generation, which is where, really where we're all going. You know, um, people of my age and stage, you know, and if you have children, period, that's really what our purpose is at this point, is to make sure we are paving paving the way for those right behind us and they're right behind us they're not you know as far back (laughs) they're not that (laughs) far back like i said i have a 20 year old he he watches he's involved um and you just even my younger child you know you just never know how much of that impacts them i heard him tell one of his friends the other day and they were uh, talking about something and his friend went on to say that he was a YouTuber and stuff. And my son said, well, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And then his friend was just like, what in the world is that? <laughs> and my son's definition, though, really was the icing. He says, it's someone who helps somebody. 
I, I was like proud mommy moment and I was just yeah. like you know I, I've done well I've done well yep. <laughs> and so uh that's what it's all about just letting people know that you can truly be who you are and there are people waiting for you to be that true indeed amen to that well Ms. Hawkins it's been a pleasure and like I said look forward to uh having you on sometime in the near future and and again, thank you so much uh, for coming on the Truckers University podcast. Thank you. What a wonderful podcast episode. I really enjoyed myself and I hope you did as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Truckers University podcast. I really do appreciate it. I hope you will share us with your friends, family, and colleagues. We're also on social media as well. We're on Facebook and Instagram. You'll see us under the Truckers University Podcast. Also, feel free to visit us on our website, which is www.thetruckersuniversitypodcast.com. On there, you'll see several different podcast channels that you can follow us on and subscribe to to be abreast of all the new episodes that will be coming out in the future. Also, if you have a business or service that would be very useful to someone in the trucking and repair industry, you'll see on there, there you can register as a guest to be on the podcast show. Uh, normally, I will get back with you within 48 to 72 hours. And also, if you would like to donate, uh, we would really appreciate that if you find it in your heart to do so, to help us pay for marketing costs and things of that nature. We will really appreciate that. So, again, I thank you so much for your time, and I look forward to seeing you all in the future tuning in. And feel free to uh, give us a comments or in a post. You can also leave us a voicemail on our website also. So thanks again. Take care.